Hey, it's the Good Advice Show, and you're tuning back to another episode of the Good Advice Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Benz, and I've been running this podcast for about four years now. We're coming in on episode 325. So yeah, we've been doing quite a few of these episodes over the years, and if you're tuning in for the first time, I want to welcome you to the show. This is the place where I hope to give you some good old-fashioned advice on how to run your business better, and if you're a long-time listener to the show, I want to thank you for tuning in again and again and continuing to support the podcast. Got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking all about the art of momentum. This was an expression I used at our Tuesday morning growth group meetup, and people seem to resonate with it. Someone, in fact, was like, yeah, I'm going to write that down. I really like the concept of that. And ultimately, what we're talking about today is how do you make progress in your business when you're feeling low? You know, those times where um, things aren't quite pinging, things aren't quite going well, uh, you're not really getting quite the return on the investment of your energy, and you're feeling a little low about it. We're going to be talking about how do you keep moving forward and keep progressing your business even when you don't really feel like it. All that and more is on the show today, but before we dive in, let's hear a word from one of the amazing businesses who we are talking about in our ad for the show, the ad reel for the show, excuse me, coming at you here shortly. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Hey, have you been thinking about your health insurance plan for this next year? Maybe you just jumped into the world of entrepreneurship and you're thinking, geez, is it possible to have a good insurance plan if I'm no longer working for a business? Maybe you're even running a business and you're thinking about what does it look like to have an affordable group plan for your employees? Well, I want to tell you about Optimum Health Insurance. This is a customized health care plan for you and your family. And since 2018, they've been helping people get awesome, affordable health care coverage for really nothing at all. It's easy, it's hassle-free, and frankly, they're different from the big insurance companies that you might talk to. And crazy enough, you might even be paying less than what you've paid at a previous job when you were on some company health insurance plan. If you wanna find out more and save money on your health insurance, you absolutely need to go check out OptimumHealthInsurancePlan.com. That's OptimumHealthInsurancePlan.com. That's today's sponsor. Enjoy this episode. So this is a an an, an apt episode, I guess. Um, yeah, I I was talking with someone. A I mentioned this earlier in the intro of the podcast. I was talking with someone a few weeks back. A table of people who were at our uh, growth group meetup. Which, by the way, if you're local to NWA, you got to come to our Tuesday morning meetup. Uh, this is. One, I mean, I'm so biased in saying this, <laughs> one of my favorite commitments on a week-to-week basis, only because a lot of the events that I get involved with are pitch events, they're networking events, they are, uh, frankly, seller central, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that, I don't necessarily have an issue with that, but this is a nice event because it's just different in that you get to show up and you get to just talk shop, you get to just talk business and not deal with all the extra fluff of, hey, please buy from me. So I really like this meetup. Um, we we have a full table of people where we're talking through some concepts and ideas. And a few weeks ago, we were talking about 
this issue, this struggle of navigating the highs and lows of entrepreneurship, the highs and lows of running a business. Now, here's what I'll tell you. This is not meant to be a downer of an episode, uh, and it's not to be a dream crusher of an episode, only because I have found myself having this conversation with people early on in their journey, and they are ultimately... Um, hang on, I'm distracted because I just heard a yelling child. I think everything's okay. <laughs> it's just the nature of recording at home. Um, often when I have this conversation with people early on, I, I find myself really holding back because I don't want to be the dream crusher. I don't want to be negative and, and I'm never, it's, it's never meant to be negative. However, and you would you would know this by the way, um, just being an adult, I guess. How social media portrays things is often very different from reality. It reminds me of very early on, my wife and I. Um, I think it was like our first year of marriage, and we were fighting all the time. And my wife said something like, "You know, none of our friends, you know, everyone, all of our friends on Facebook have the most beautiful marriage, except for ours, or something like that." And, um, she was just commiserating kind of the tension and strife between us. And I remember thinking like, well, no one's, no one's live streaming their fight. Like no one's doing a Facebook live on their latest fight. You know, everyone's posting like the beautiful, you know, what have you. And I, I, I've noticed this trend. You hear me talk about it a lot on social media and I'm not complaining about it. I'm only bringing it up because I empathize with the business owner who's broke I empathize with the business owner who hasn't felt the traction building for their business and who's ultimately wondering what's wrong with me. Why isn't this working when really there's nothing wrong with you? It's that, you know, it's been two weeks of your business. Um, I remember working at a summer camp and I would often be in these mentoring conversations with younger guys. And I remember a guy talking about all the things he wanted to accomplish in life and how he was so disappointed he wasn't doing these things and he hadn't, didn't have his dream job, wasn't doing, you know, all this other stuff. And I was like, bro, you are 16 years old. <laughs> you have time. It will, it will happen, you know? Uh, and it's not unlike conversations I have with business owners who are frustrated by the journey, who are frustrated by, um, it, it isn't, it isn't what I thought I would be. Because uh, frankly, on social media, there are things that I see get posted that they do get an eye roll from me. They get a, um, come on, really? Like I saw a guy, and this actually isn't just this person. I've seen, this this is like a, there's a, a stereotype to this. There's a cliche about this where, um, I don't know what to call it. It's like the, um, it's like the feigning, um, inconvenience. I'm inconvenienced by my success. Um, I'm pained by my success. And the way I've seen this play out is someone will post something about, you know, here's how, here's, here's why I closed down my $50 million a year business. Here's why I closed down my $1 million per month business. Here's why. And they give some like crazy number statistic. And they're like, here's why I did this. I, I just needed to walk away. I was exhausted, yada, yada. And then there's typically like an offer at the end of it, or, or maybe this is a post like a few days after where it's like, Hey, on Monday, you saw me post about why I closed down my mega successful business. And now here's what we're doing now. And here's, it's incredible. It's amazing. By the way, here's a link to check it out. This stuff is so fake and disingenuous. Um, it, it, 
it, I mentioned it already. It gives me a huge eye roll. I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> but so people see that and I empathize with the business owner because I've been that business owner where I've wondered what, what is wrong? What is happening? And I think, by the way, it's just like a side conversation. This is a bit of a weird thing to navigate because there are times in your business where it just, it just hasn't had enough time in the crock pot. Like it hasn't had enough time to simmer and develop. And then there's other times where it's legitimately, there need to be changes made in your business. Differentiating between the two is a honest struggle for a lot of business owners. It is incredibly difficult to know which one is which. Is this a problem because it hasn't matured yet? Or am I missing the mark with my customers? Amazing business owners are able to look in the mirror and honestly evaluate and figure out which one is which. I think I think most business owners, and this has happened to myself as well, can easily confuse the two, can easily confuse the signs of each one. And the way you play this out is very different, which is why it's so important to know which one's true about your business. So having said that, I empathize with the business owner. I feel the pain of that. The person who knows deeply, and I don't mean like they know it and the customers are like, no, this stinks. They know they're offering something really powerful. Um, like I think about, for example, my uh, my wife's cousin, um, he's doing, uh, it's a business called Parable. Uh, they're not sponsoring this video, by the way. This is just an honest evaluation. Um he, he runs a business called Parable. What they do is they do like this documentary styled interviews. Um, they produce this amazing video interviewing your, basically your grandparents. And they, the grandparents tell these stories and there's awesome, there's some incredible, um, conversations that happen here where like the kids are like, I never heard them tell that story. This is so meaningful. And essentially like when that grandparent passes on, their memories aren't forgotten. Like they're not lost to time and hearing Justin, one of the co-founders of this business talk about this business. I'm like, man, yeah, I feel the energy. I feel the power here. So I relate with the business owner who they know they have something special, but they're still figuring it out. You know, it, 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 the, the momentum is still building. So having said that, because that is reality for most of us, for many of us, I think that it's only natural that we then also accept the fact that there really are highs and lows in your business. Uh, Jackie Hermes, who just celebrated 10 years at Accelity, uh, it's a business, it's a marketing company that she runs. She is one of my all-time favorites when it comes to people to follow on LinkedIn, has such an incredible view on business and entrepreneurship, and she herself has talked many times about the highs and lows of these last 10 years and has talked about those things very honestly and openly. I say that to just sort of be like, hey, don't trust me, the random guy, the random podcast you're listening to, but know that there are really incredible business, seasoned business owners who have talked about this as well. Bottom line, there are simply times in your business where you are pinging, the momentum is there, and there are times when it's not there. It's not happening. And it could be for a lot of reasons. You had a major deal that you were certain it was going to happen and it didn't happen. 
It was a major sale that was a lock. The person told you as much. They said, we are for sure going to do this. Send over the invoice, send over the contract, what have you. And then they didn't. There were things that were going to develop for your business that didn't. You put all of this time and energy into something. You rolled out a new offer or a new website or a new product, and you were excited. You were thrilled. You knew this thing was magic. You were up late working all these hours in the week. You sacrificed your sleep, your time, you know, family time, all these things, and it went nowhere. No one clicked on it. There were no customers that came from it, and you find yourself thinking, I wasted all of that for basically nothing. These are very real outcomes that we experience in our business. These are things that happen constantly. The ebbs and flows of running a business is honestly something that is, it's, I think it's one of the biggest challenges to being an entrepreneur. I was talking to a friend of mine who was, who was explaining this new business that they're launching and they were talking about, yeah, I mean, I could be making, um, like a hundred grand a year, uh, in, in really short time. And I said, well, what happens if you don't make your first customer in that short amount of time? What if it takes you three months? What if it takes you six months? That's not to be a downer. It's just knowing there is an art to momentum. There is a pacing that happens where you don't just start the business and all the momentum's there. It takes time, right? I remember when I first started my business, my gosh, I was so naive. And I think my wife, my poor wife, I was so confident talking to her. I was like, this is going to be amazing. And I remember the first day of my business, I had a call service or something. And um, they were they would tell me like when my calls would be with customers. And they was like, you know, we're going to get all these customers for you. I get this email Monday morning, day one of the business. Uh, you have no call scheduled this week. Not just today. You have no call scheduled this week. And I thought, oh, weird. I maybe my website's down. <laughs> you know, I'd gotten on Squarespace or something and launched this website. And I thought, maybe my maybe my website's down. Maybe people just maybe they missed the memo. So I remember um, the next week thinking, this is the week. Same email. And this continued actually for weeks. I don't think my first sale was, I mean, maybe it was four or five months into my business. A lot of that was not knowing how to sell and what the sales cycle looked like. And uh, I mean, it was very much a rude awakening. I had dumped thousands, literally thousands of dollars into marketing and developing like this product that I really hadn't conceptualized yet. I hadn't really figured out what it was yet. I remember one of my first iterations of like my product or service was, um, it was something, I, I think this marketer I had hired had said something like, you need something buzzy. You need a great, you need something that, that grabs people attention. So tell me about yourself. And I was like, well, I just quit my dream job to start good advice. And he's like, Ooh, that, that needs to be it. It needs to be around why you quit your dream job to go do this now. And I remember like doing content around this. You might even, if you go all the way back, you might even be able to find some of this content, but that's basically what the content was around. It was like, it was why I quit my dream job and what that could mean for you or something like that. It was weird. Now I have since years later come into the understanding that no one cares about your origin story. No, which this may be a shock to you. 
People don't care about your origin story. The origin story is supplementary to validating. Like once they begin to know you and consider buying from you, the origin story props up your value. It gives credibility to who you are, but it's not the starting point. It's called an origin story, but it's not the origin of the conversation because ultimately why, why would I care who you are, where you come from when ultimately at the end of the day, I'm a selfish human being. I'm, I'm shopping to get my problem solved. That's just human nature. So I had to learn these things. I had to figure these things out. And ultimately, it, like I said, it was a rude awakening. It was an eye-opener of, I really don't know what I'm doing here. All this to say, there have been times where I have, as my wife, I think, would put it, spiraled out. Um, bad days. I remember I had a $12,000 sale that was so for sure. It was so absolutely yes, done. And probably like a month or two of back and forths, it ultimately didn't go anywhere. And I remember how much emotional energy went into that. Because uh, it's, it's, it's extremely rare. Uh, I can only think of maybe one other customer, maybe two customers. Um, maybe it, it's been a, a, a tiny handful of customers who have gotten uh, an invoice like that. And I just knew it was big for my business. It, for me, felt like this is a big step for my business. I'm growing my value. I'm growing my offering. This We have people who are seeing the value in what I'm doing. And um, it, it ultimately didn't go anywhere. But I had put so much emotional energy into this um, that I thought, I, I just, it, it was like, so devastating when it didn't play out. Another great example. Uh, last year, I hired my first employee. I hired someone to handle my social media. And months later, I had to move on from that person. Now, it was a huge bummer because ultimately, while I really liked this person, while I liked the quality of their content, there were too many mistakes made. There was too many do-overs. And ultimately, I was paying double or triple what I wanted to pay because though I said the quality was there, the final product quality was there, but the the process quality was not there. And I remember feeling really low about that. It felt like when I hired my first employee, I was really moving forward in my business. Now here I was really feeling like I was moving backwards. I was feeling like, man, how did I make this big of a mistake? How did I mess this up? You know, why is my business now shrinking where six months ago I felt like I was stepping into a new season of my business? Now, if you've been running a business long term, you'll you'll resonate with just how common this is, with how normal this is. And yet, even though I've come to expect these moments of progress versus these moments of drawbacks and pullbacks, I have still found myself battling with momentum, with, with not just like emotional resiliency, you know, cause there are times where I'm like, all right, screw it. I'm done. But understanding the power of momentum, even when you feel like crap for your business, Understanding the power of forward momentum, even when everything in you is screaming at you to quit, to give up, to be done, um, to say, screw all of it and, you know, get in the fetal position in your bathroom. (laughs) 
you know, I've, I've been thinking a lot about this and it's like, okay, how do I maintain momentum? Because just thinking about it very tangibly, there's five work days in a week. And if you're an entrepreneur, you probably work, you know, six, maybe even seven days. Um, your hours may fluctuate incredibly throughout the week, but let's say Monday's a freaking phenomenal day. You crush it. And there's a lot of forward progress. Let's say Tuesday, you lose a customer. You have someone call you, they're unhappy. Um, they, it wasn't what they, you weren't what they thought they were getting and they, they decided to move on and maybe they even asked for their money back, which can be, um, an incredible blow because one, another big common challenge for business owners is cash flow. So this money that you've allocated, maybe you've already even spent. Now you're having to dole it back out to an unhappy customer, which by the way, um, a, a huge offering. One of the most valuable things I offer is that not happening. It's turning the average customer into a raving fan. They would never think about refunding. They're buying from you again and again. Um, if that's something that grabs your attention, Give me a call, email me. Let's have a conversation about that. But getting that, getting reached out to from an unhappy customer, let's say this happens on a Tuesday and you are so, and let's just talk personal for me. There have been times where there have been setbacks that have so upset me that I'm like, I am basically done for the day. Now it's, I don't like leave my office and watch TV. It is emotionally I'm done. I, I find myself doing more busy work. I find myself, um, really like spinning my gears, spinning my wheels, excuse me, on things that I, on a good day would probably just blow through and be done with. I find myself over-focused on things that don't really matter. And, And I don't know if it's control. I don't know if it's like in those moments I feel, um, I feel like things are within like my grasp. But you find yourself on those days ending the day with zero progress, zero momentum. And I've even had conversations with people who have days like that where they do leave the office. They go take a nap. They go lay on the couch. They do watch TV. They do what have you. And I guess if I was to say what the overall message of today's episode is, it's to avoid the trap of zero progress. It's to avoid the trap of zero momentum. There's been something circulating uh, on social media lately that I've really liked and resonated with. I haven't reshared it, but I don't know if you guys have noticed this. Sometimes things get shared that people grab onto, and then it gets gets shared again and again and again. So you start seeing it everywhere. And one of the things that I've seen shared has been this, um, uh, what's it called? Um, Social media post where... It's, it's like a math equation, not even math equation. It's like a, but it's like a math post of already. I'm like butchering this, by the way, it's not a math post, but let me just say what it is. And then you can call it whatever you want to call it. But basically it says like 365 to the zeroth power or now I've already ruined it. Cause I'm, you know, naturally I've given an example that I haven't fully fleshed out of my head, but basically it's like doing this 365 days, doing nothing gets you as you would expect nothing you, you would end up with zero, you know, with nothing. But if you do just, you know, one tenth, just, just point one, um, the tiniest, teeniest bit of energy on a day-to-day basis for 365 days, you get an incredible exponential result. Uh, I've actually seen this even in a similar way with like, with financing, not financing with like investing where it's like, if you invest, um, a hundred dollars a month, 
then after so many years, you will actually retire a millionaire. So these small gains, these small steps do have exponentially impactful results for you and your business. And although I totally butchered this analogy and like ruined this example, I think you get the concept. There are days in your business where you will want to do zero. You will be so gut punched by something that happened that you'll, you'll want to do zero. You'll want to do nothing. And I think what separates the businesses where the businesses that make it versus the businesses that don't is that the businesses that make it are helmed by people who are committed and who have mastered the art of momentum, who recognize the power of momentum and who recognize that there are times where you are crushing it. And then there are other times where the motto of the day is to just basically not die for your business is not your business to not close down to not go out of business, not go, but you're just trying to survive for that next big sale, next big deal. And this all comes back to momentum. So here's what this looks like tangibly for me. There are days where um, I have um, multiple customers where I'm talking to people or I'm having multiple conversations. Uh, and then there are days where I have no customers. And I think about, I think about early on in my business, Early on, there were times where I was so hungry to help people. I was so motivated to get out and, and reach people and impact people. And I wanted to feel like this was a big reason why I left my previous job was I felt even though it, it was a dream job on paper, I felt like I wasn't making a difference. I felt, I mean, hey, guilty. I'm a tried and true millennial. Um, I, I want to make a difference. I want to make an impact. So I found myself feeling like I wasn't, and then at good advice on these days where I was so hungry and yet wasn't making any progress, um, I made a Reddit account. I made a Reddit account and I started reading questions on the entrepreneurship, and which is not really a great subreddit, by the way. It's like super spammy, but the small business and the startup subreddits. And I, I started reading people's questions. People were asking questions. Hey, how do I deal with the problem employee? Hey, I have this customer who I'm really struggling with. What should I do? And I started responding to those posts. And it wasn't, it wasn't a sales pitch, which if you know Reddit, you know they're extremely averse to self-promotion. So I, I ne it was never meant to be like a sales funnel. It was never meant to be yes, I can help you. Uh, and here's a link to buy from me. It was never a DM. Hey, I saw your post. I'd love to you to help you. Give me a call. It was knowing that I wanted to build momentum and keep the progress moving forward. It was an honest, genuine reply. Hey, here's what you should do. Here's what I think is the answer. Now, what this did for me is over the years, some of those people have become podcast listeners. Uh, I have one person on LinkedIn who follows a lot of my content who came from Reddit. It's done a lot for my brand today. More importantly, it's done a lot for my emotional resiliency because on these comments, uh, people were replying with, wow, that that's great advice. Hey, that, that that's that's really helpful. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. It versus, I mean, if I guess if everyone had responded with, you're an idiot, this is stupid, um, you should close your business down, you have no idea what you're talking about, I guess that would have been a signal like, hey, I'm in the wrong business, but fortunately, that wasn't the case. What I got from people was, this is really good advice, and that began to shore up the encouragement I needed 
to keep moving forward. So I think when we talk about momentum and keeping to small gains, it's not always monetary, monetarily related. It's not always about, um, you know, making the next sale. Sometimes it is about progressing the business, even when it's not necessarily associated with the dollar value of your business. There was another day, uh, and I'm just airing out just times I remember that um, I felt really low in my business, but I felt stuck. And I remember my wife came into my office and she was like, okay. And she just, she just jumped in. She was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Let's go to your, let's go to your, your customer list or like your, your list of people. And I remember we pulled up this list and it had, um, maybe 80, 90, hundred people on it. And she said, okay, we're going to, we're going to reach out to every single one of these people. We're going to reach out. Hey, check in, you know, let's look at the people who, when, when did you last have your touch point? And so we looked at this list and we saw the people who I hadn't reached out to in a long time. Um, like several months, not like, you know, 10 years, <laughs> Um, but people I had either worked with in some way or had engaged with me in some way, maybe they'd come on the podcast. And, and like I said, maybe they had actually bought from me before in the past. And I remember sending out emails and messages and text messages and phone calls. And, and that, that was my version of progress that day. That was my version of momentum was, okay, I'm just going to send out some messages and keeping with my brand. They were all authentic. It wasn't a copy paste. It was, Hey, how are you? And I remember getting a sale. I think, I think it was either that day or was the next day. One of those people instantly responded. We got into a conversation. We got on a phone call and I got those sweet words. You love to hear great. Send over the invoice. Let's do it. That person became a long-term customer. I've had that customer now for a few years now. Uh, they spent a great chunk of money. Um, we've, we've been able to collaborate well together and it has been a, a very much mutually beneficial relationship uh, that wouldn't have happened if I had sulked or, you know, put myself into busy work, um, you know, and, and, and not been cognizant of this concept of momentum. So here's the takeaway for you. My advice to you, the good advice today for you to hang on to is to develop systems, to develop a system for yourself on what productivity looks like, whether you are emotionally high or low, the days that you are killing it. Great. But especially the days you're not developing a process for the things that have to get done to move the ball forward. And I would encourage you to, to take a day when you are feeling really motivated and creative and productive to actually create, for me, it's, it's my scorecard, to actually create on a productive day what things simply must get done. What are the things that move my business forward? What are the things, and it doesn't have to be like necessarily task related. It can be like, I have my task related things where it's like the podcast gets posted, um, the, the social media gets posted, but then I have other things that aren't necessarily, um, super task related that are more related around like branding or like interacting with customers. Like, have I spoken to one of my customers today? Um, things like, like the checked in, like things like that. But what I would do on a day that you're feeling really great about your business is I would create that scorecard. I would create that list of things that need to happen on a day-to-day -day basis or a week-to-week -week basis. And what that will do for you, it will give you tasks that direct you that are totally absent of the emotion of the business. 
because now it's less about do I feel like it today or do I not and more about here are the things that must happen on a day-to-day basis in good advice that, you know what, I'm feeling low today, but today's Tuesday and this is the day where I need to do X, Y, and Z. And you might even consider putting some wiggle room on there. There are things where it's like, um, you know, that I know are like stretch goals for myself or like it's a, not even a stretch goal. It's like if I'm, if things are really pinging that day, you know, there's A, B, and then there's a subcategory of like C of like, these are the, if I'm really crushing and this is what I want to get to next. Uh, but what that will then also do for you, if you're feeling low, if you're not feeling it, if things aren't pinging, you can give yourself a break and give yourself permission not to get everything done. You know what? The C category, these were stretch goals. These were things that um, I didn't get to this today. And ultimately, it's okay. All this to say, it's it's my message today isn't that you can't have time for yourself, that you can't step away, that you can't process any of those things. But it's about mastering the art of momentum understanding that your emotions will be all over the place even if you're a a fairly resilient person there will simply be highs and lows in your business and understanding momentum the power of momentum is key to keeping yourself moving forward regardless of your circumstances hey that's today's good advice if you enjoyed the episode and you're a new listener what the heck you waiting on click that subscribe or follow button post our episodes two to three times a week uh, also don't forget if you want to support the podcast we do have a patreon it's at patreon.com slash good advice for as little as the price of a cup of coffee uh, which that could mean anything these days with inflation for about five bucks a month you can support the podcast uh, and then lastly if you're if you're a business owner you probably heard the amazing ad read at the start of the episode i'd love to get your business talked about on the show you can reach out to me blake at goodadvicecoaching.com hear more about advertising on the podcast. Hey, having said that, I so appreciate you tuning in today. That's today's good advice. We'll catch you later. See ya.